Hi, this is Nikki Rapp, the voice of Lily, from Telltale's The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Entertainment Talks, The Walking Dead UK podcast. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Fear the Walking Dead on AMC, I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 6 Episode 15, USS Pennsylvania, I think that's how you're supposed to say that. Uh, what did I think of this episode? Um, there were very, there were three different sections of this episode that I enjoyed in different ways. Uh, the episode started, they got straight into the submarine, pretty much. Uh, you know, there was the cold open and all that sort of thing. And I started doing what I usually do, which is, you know, started picking some holes in the episode, which isn't very hard to do with Fear the Walking Dead. Um... And then I started to realise, okay, we're going to have a zombie, Victor, and Morgan submarine episode. Sorry, an episode with Victor, um, Morgan, and zombies in a submarine, is how, I, is how I meant to say that. So I thought, okay, I'll just, I'll just settle in for that for as long as that sort of lasts. And I had a good time with that aspect of the episode... Uh, continue to do that right up until the last, what would I say, what would it be, 15 minutes of the episode, then I started taking the episode a bit more seriously again, when, you know, the bomb went off, and Dakota's speech to Victor, and then Victor leaves Morgan for dead, and all those other sorts of things, when, when more sort of plot relevant things started coming up, I started to actually get back to, uh, analysing it a bit more. It's interesting, because the first sort of 10 minutes of this episode, I was like, okay, why is that happening? What's happening here? Where's this character? You know, I started sort of picking holes in in things for the first five, ten minutes. And then, as I sort of said to myself, okay, try to have a bit more fun with the episode. Then they broke into the, you know, main part of the submarine. Or one of the main parts of the submarine. And they started killing walkers. And I thought, okay, I'll look at this as sort of, okay, enjoy the zombie set piece. Which I've said on a number of our different Walking Dead podcasts. And a, num- a number of different zombie related podcasts. That one of the things I enjoy the most from this genre. Is seeing those specific zombie set pieces. How is a character going to get out of a situation? That's something I really like to sort of um, look at. And sort of, you know, see how a character gets out of a situation. It's something very, very simple. But it's something I really do quite enjoy. Just how are they going to get out of the situation? And I kept thinking, okay, with Victor and with Morgan. There's the aspect sort of hanging over our heads. Which is, you can't trust Victor. Which, again, gets proven in the episode. Um... And, you know, there's the other bits of communication between the other characters. And then they're trying to work out where everybody else is. And that sort of thing. So that kept happening. Um, so let's rewind to those first ten minutes themselves. Because I want to sort of... Because overall, how did I feel about the episode? I mean, because I kind of broke down there how I felt in three different sections of the episode. I thought it was okay, overall. Um, the 
parts of the episode that I was being picky over and the more serious actual plot parts of the episode towards the end outweighed the fun that I had in the what would that be 20 minutes in in 15 20 minutes in the in the middle of the episode um so there was that aspect of it as well uh, so overall I thought it was okay definitely not like the worst episode of the season one of the more fun episodes of the season definitely I think from from the maybe two or three episodes including this one that I've picked out from this whole season 15 episode season of fear um those three episodes that I picked out in the past that I kind of okay enjoyed on some level were more based around fear just doing action set pieces and they're not the best action set pieces but I can kind of have fun with them in a way because again because I enjoyed the zombie action of of these shows and one of those episodes was more of a, a Virginia focused episode when um uh, they were threatening, they had everybody kind of in a line, I can't remember which episode it was specifically, but there was one earlier in the season where they had sort of like a line up, and Victor wasn't sure if you can trust him, all that sort of stuff, and, uh, I remember Virginia ended up in a car with Morgan, and they drove off, so that was one of the other ones I said was like, okay, fun, uh, sort of thing, because uh, even from those episodes that I've enjoyed, those three, including this one, I would label all three of those as sort of okay fun episodes but only because those episodes including this one would be sort of okay um more judgmental when the plot stuff comes up but when it comes up to more sort of um human versus human or human versus walker have more fun with it because if i don't have fun with those scenes then i will have a miserable time watching this show which i have at certain points certainly there has been certain episodes of the show that I've just found to be kind of miserable and terrible <laughs> of uh, of this season, certainly. So I tried to sort of tone that back a bit. Not from a sort of, okay, don't judge the episode too much, because I need to judge the episode in a fair enough way in order to actually do a podcast. But for my actual viewing experience, because <coughs> there's two different elements to this. There is, in the moment when I'm watching the episode to have fun with it in those moments and then when I finish the episode reflect on it a bit more in terms of how that that fun part of the episode fit into the plot heavy stuff that is still bad so take from that what you will but that's that's how I watch this show now uh, that's not how I watch World Beyond or The Walking Dead that's how I watch Fear The Walking Dead um so yeah, going to more of the actual plot stuff because I want to talk. I'll, I'll save some of the more fun talk for the um, zombie set pieces here in a bit. Um, so overall, yeah, okay, fun. It, it was an okay fun episode. It it was bad in certain points, but fun in certain other points. But it wasn't good and it wasn't terrible. It was bad in certain places and fun in other places, which leads for me to an okay episode. You know, so. That's 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 kind of my overall judgment of this. So, um, so yeah, let's look at the situation that we've got. So, Teddy and Riley launched the missile in this episode. That's actually happened. We saw the missile come out from wherever it was or whatever, and that's on its way to somewhere. Um, so there's there's. <sighs> 
Okay, let's let's that's so that's the situation that we've got at the end of the episode. Let's rewind back to the start and kind of talk about the because I mentioned earlier the things I was nitpicking over in the first ten minutes. You get to the point in the episode where they get into the submarine, like our main group, and for the first time in fifteen episodes, um, we actually have a decent thing going on, which is more of the group in the same spot. But as I said back in episode four, five, three, maybe, that you will have, you would have have to have done this at some point in the season. It just so happens that that's the last two episodes of the season. That you you have to get this group in in all in one place for the plot to come together in some way. I knew that had to happen eventually because I don't know what else she would have done in the story. So cool that that happened. I'm not going to give the show any praise for doing that because I know it had to have it had to have done that. Um, so Victor kind of comes out of nowhere in the episode. They all meet up. And now I know they showed some of the groups going in. This might have been, again. Let's go back to some of the weirdness I have of watching the show, and I've explained this in a few different podcasts. Sometimes something will happen in Fear the Walking Dead, and I don't usually experience this with almost any other show that I currently watch. Something will happen in the show, and I'll be a bit confused about it, and then I'll give the show the benefit of the doubt of thinking okay maybe I missed something and then I'll pinpoint what I'll pin whatever that particular thing is and then give the episode a chance to explain later perhaps what that was which it actually did in this point but right at the end of the episode but maybe I missed it at the start so the thing I'm pointing out is when we last saw Victor and Daniel several episodes ago, must have been four or five episodes ago at this point, for some reason the group decided that Victor, who is one of the least trustworthy characters on the show, who again proves that in this episode because he almost gets Morgan killed. Morgan probably should have died, but let's save that for later. He shows up and Victor is kind of nowhere to be seen. And sorry, D- Daniel was nowhere to be seen because um, that them two were not because Daniel had his like mental health crisis with all the mistakes or whatever that he made, and then for some reason Victor was chosen to go off into the wild with that character, even though June was the one that offered to help him, and June didn't go with him. I can't remember why that happened or if that was explained, but I don't remember an explanation. Then Victor shows up later in the episode, and I remember seeing at the start, it was Morgan, who's pretty much the main character now. Uh, John Senior, who's basically replaced John Dory, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, June was there, Grace was there, Dwight was there, Sherry was there, and Victor was there. So that still leaves a few other characters, mainly the one I just mentioned, who is Daniel. And I remember thinking, wait a minute, Victor's showed up, where is Daniel? Now they either showed a very quick shot of him at the start and I missed it, or they just showed at the end of the episode that you know the um, famous truck that Fear the Walking Dead's got, the one with all the um, uh, light machine guns that are like pinned on the side of it or whatever. Then they went, they cut back to that, and you saw Daniel there. That was that 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 was kind of the point where I was like, okay, okay, Victor went off with Daniel, but where is where is Daniel gone now? Like I said, I either missed a quick shot of him at the start. Um, 
or they just showed it later on in the episode. It's not a massive thing, but it is sort of like, okay, the last time we saw either of these characters, they were together, and now one of them has shown up on their own. <laughs> At least that's what I thought, because that's what the episode has showed me. Um, the next kind of little... It, so that wasn't really an issue, per se, because that was resolved by the end of the episode, so fine. The next thing I had was um, they go into the first little um, door that they go to open. And every single character is having a moral crisis, a moral dilemma as to who should go in this door and who shouldn't because of who's done what and whatever else. And of course Morgan steps in at this point and gives his good old speeches like Morgan likes to do. The whole sort of like, this is why you shouldn't go, this is why I should go, and da 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 da. And you know, the, the Morgan, what, what should we call this? We should probably give this a name. Uh, it's Morgan giving some kind of lecture. It's sort of like Morgan giving a morality lecture in a way of like, this is why I should or you should or shouldn't do this thing. And I'm going to be insistent on it. And they spent about a couple of minutes by the door. It, it wasn't even a case of, okay, you know, let's make a reasonable plan of who's like the strongest to go in there or who's got the most ammo or the best weapon you know the best chance of survival it was sort of Morgan insisting that okay I've got to do this myself because Morgan must carry the whole world on his shoulders and that's the way that Morgan's been for several seasons uh so that that stuff just gets a bit tiring that's where I started to get a little bit sort of oh okay are we, are we th this is what we're doing in in this episode and then eventually it's decided that Morgan and, and Victor go in there. Uh, then that's when the fun part of the episode kicked in for me. Which was um, the zombie set pieces. I do think that was actually quite cool. We saw a couple of um, uh, radiated zombies as well. Uh, or rad zombies covered with like radiation and stuff. I thought that was quite cool. We've seen that a little bit before. But it's been it's been a minute hasn't it. So um, that was you know that was where I thought like okay. I'm not going to think too much about what I just saw. These two like weird little opening things in the um, opening of the episode. Again, one 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 that gets explained later on. But the whole moral dilemma, who should go through this door kind of thing, whatever. Uh, so then I just had fun for like the next, what, 15, 20 minutes, which was cool. We, we did obviously cut back between... Uh, um, obviously we had the bit with the Dakota as well. Uh, and that kind of thing, which was interesting. Um, just jumping to that for a second as well, because we do cut between that and between, um, Morgan and the main group. Teddy's, uh, plan is flawed. I kind of realised that in this episode. I, I don't know if he said exactly the same thing in this episode that he said before, that they, they said this time. But he kind of says to Dakota in the episode, Okay, we're going to make a new beginning by just trying to destroy everything. And it's going to be sort of better for everybody. But none of us are going to be alive. So, I mean, that's a very cult thing to say, isn't it? I, I mean, I mean, we've already established, you know, what Teddy is at this point. This sort of cult type of character. Because um, his whole idea, you know, the end is the beginning. In his eyes, it's sort of, okay, let's kill everyone. Let's set off this missile. Which he's got Dakota and uh, Riley on his side with. And obviously his group. Um, 
but because I, I suppose the idea is sort of okay let's erase everything you know the end and then make a beginning so the end is the beginning um it's just interesting with because Dakota is a little bit younger than than those two than Riley and uh Teddy obviously Teddy's a lot older but saying to because I don't know how young Dakota's supposed to be she's supposed to be like 20 like 18 ish 20 something she's supposed she's like kind of young isn't she uh, she's about how old um, Enid was, I think, uh, from Walking Dead. And probably Carl as well uh, was um, in The Walking Dead. I mean, Chandler Riggs himself by that point, you know, the old, older version of Carl, was actually 18 or almost 18. So I, I think she's supposed to be around that age. But it was interesting to me because, you know, with like Teddy and, and Riley, who, I mean, obviously Riley's a little bit younger, but Teddy's a lot older. With... Um, with Teddy saying to Dakota, somebody who's quite young and has got like you know her whole life in front of her, and is saying like, okay, well you you won't live to see this, but it will be like the best for you and everyone, but you'll be dead. Um, trying to explain to anybody, let alone a young person, that okay, I'm going to erase everything, and it's going to be better for everybody, but everybody's going to be dead is just such a cult thing, and that's supposed to be his character. Like that's not a character flaw or anything. It's supposed to be what he is. And he expressed that a few episodes ago. I, I just thought that conversation with him and Dakota was very interesting. Because uh, he kind of got her to side with her in the uh, 614 Mother episode, that the previous one. But seeing him actually have kind of a more of a one-on-one conversation um, was quite interesting. So, I mean, clearly Teddy is fine with this. Because Teddy expressed in that particular episode that, okay, even if you shoot me, it won't matter. And da 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 da, da and everything else. So... Uh, apologies if you can hear the neighbours. By the way, I've got the window open. It's a bit, it's a bit hot. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting of trying to explain to a young person that okay, if you die, you'll get like a better beginning or whatever. So that was that was interesting. Uh, let's take a quick break here. Actually, um, been going for quite a while. Actually, uh, let's take a quick little break. We'll do some housekeeping, and then uh, we'll talk about other stuff in the episode. See you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. 
but it's one per month so one tv show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, I did my Man United wrap-up podcast for the 20-21 to season. Uh, It's now finished, Man United finished with no trophies and a second place finish. So still did exactly the same thing as last season, but slightly better. Because last season we finished third, this season we finished second. But last season we also won no trophies, so it's sort of a weird better version of what we did before but it's the same thing as what we did before uh went through some of the events of the season things that went right things that went wrong that kind of thing and uh discussed you know where we go next season and uh, what we need to improve upon but also the things that did go well as well for this season and some good developments uh for the season uh such as some young players and that sort of thing uh that are coming through the team uh, also picked my team of the season as well and picked my player of the season. So if you want to know who those are and what my team of the season is, you can listen to that. Uh, that's going to be going on a bit of a break. There is transfers due to happen some point. Uh, but I'll wait for a few of those to have happened, which will be a good length of time. And then the next season starts in August. But there's, of course, the Euros to play first, which I'm not going to be doing any podcasts on those. Unless I'm going to get to like, the final or something. So, um, yeah, the United cast will be at a bit of a break, basically. And it'll be back soon. Uh, after seeing A Quiet Place 1 and A Quiet Place 2. I decided um, that I had an idea for a video game that I think could work. So it's a video game pitch uh, with a few different ideas. How certain mechanics could work. How combat could work. Uh, whether it be first or third person. And those sorts of things. And how certain uh, controller functions could work within the game. Um, there is a little spoiler in there for the end of the first film. Just based on mechanics and reveals and things like that. But that is right at the end of the podcast. So you can listen to most of it. And then I give you a warning anyway when I'm going to get into that part. So if you want to know the most part of my uh, video game pitch for a quiet place uh there's that as well um so and it also was announced uh weekend just gone that there's a third film in development not a not a quiet place three but a third film i think it's supposed to be a spin-off so um that's cool as well it's awesome um so i'm really looking forward to that i think it's 2023 that comes out and hopefully hopefully nothing delays this one hopefully there's no other you know big virus thing that kind of delays everything and messes up the world uh so that's my pitch for a video game for quiet place you can listen to that uh tv talk 36 uh gray returned it was his 10th entertainment talk episode so we celebrated that a little bit that was quite fun we talked about high school musical the tv series on disney plus we talked about love victor uh, which is a Hulu and uh, also a Disney Plus well, star series as well. And we talked about a whole bunch of other shows. If you want the full list of TV shows that we watched, I did put them in the show notes for that. So if you click on the episode and look in the show notes, you'll get a full list of every single show that we talked about in there. We also did talk a little bit about uh, streaming services and how some of them aren't very good, such as BBC iPlayer and uh, the ITV hub so if you want to listen to that that's there for you to listen to as well um Breaking Bad episode this week season 2 episode 8 the Better Call Soul episode the introduction of uh Soul Goodman Better Call Soul himself uh played by Bob Odenkirk which of course he landed his spin-off later on um which was called Better Call Soul but that's his uh, introduction episode that's not really a spoiler because the episode's called Better Call Soul 
and it's written in the episode title. So that was season two, episode eight. So that was fun to do. Gaming talk this week we talked about Horizon Forbidden West gameplay, Far Cry Six, and uh, Dying Light Two also had new gameplay um, things shown off as well. And uh, we talked about a bunch of those and uh, talked about a whole load of other things as well. So you can listen to that if you want to. Um, speaking of A Quiet Place, did my review, was lucky enough to see it in the cinemas, which I implore you to see it in the cinemas if you have the interest to see it, of course, and you have seen the first film. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2 gave it a must-see review, I absolutely loved it, and uh, good to know that there's a third one on the way, so that's going to be cool. Um, did another United Cast episode about our um, cup final defeat to Villarreal, that was in the Europa League, did a podcast talking about why I stopped watching reality TV... And then I did some episodes recently on Apple TV Plus and on Netflix as well. So you can check all that out on entertainmenttalk.org and other stuff. And you can also find us on podcast platforms as well. Um, so yeah, like I said, had fun with the zombie set pieces. They were kind of cool. Um, and then the Dakota uh, conversation with Teddy was very interesting. So I thought that was good. Um, this is kind of almost a weird... I just kind of realised this. This is kind of a weird combination of a big plot episode, you know, a missile got launched, <laughs> not a not particularly small thing, but this is also kind of a bottle episode as well because it all does take place apart from like a couple of scenes that take place take place just outside of the submarine. Um, most of this episode takes place inside a submarine, so it's kind of a bottle episode, but one that's massive. For the plot as well, because obviously, like I said, you know that missile kind of got launched. A couple of questions I have about um, uh, killing characters. There's, there's a few questions I have. So Victor in this episode again proves that he can't be trusted because uh, he breaks Morgan's stick. That was a big shame actually. He's had that stick for a long, 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 long time uh, since season five of The Walking Dead when he kind of came back and stuff, and then he joined Fear obviously later on. Um, so he's had that for like five seasons or something like that. Um, because he left in season at the end of season eight, I think that he left, and then he came over to Fear, and he's been here for a few seasons. Um, so that breaks, and then Victor leaves Morgan for dead. Now it's interesting looking back to the season premiere episode where there was the the axe guy. I can't remember his name because it was fifteen episodes ago, and Morgan almost killed him, and he should have killed him. And then Morgan took his the part of his axe and put it on the end of his stick. Uh, Morgan in this episode, uh, I mean Morgan's invincible, isn't he? Because <laughs> because um, Morgan, sorry, Victor breaks the stick. He takes off the like axe part of it because you've got the pointy end and then the end with the axe on it, uh, which I think is a kind of cool idea. You've almost got like a quick attack and a heavy attack sort of thing. Um, he breaks that. He pushes Morgan into a crowd of walkers, instantly proving that he can't be trusted. And then Morgan is surrounded by four walkers. There's four walkers on him, like, trying to eat him. Victor runs off. And then there's about four other walkers on their way towards Morgan. We don't see how he got out of the situation. He just kind of pops up a few minutes later. And uh, knocks the gun out of Dakota's hand so that she doesn't shoot um, Victor in the face. Um, so how did he get out of that? <laughs> like I, I, I know there's a, I know we've always said on a lot of different podcasts, you know, the character's not dead until we see a dead body. 
Now, I I would dismiss that role for things like how um, not Kim Dick, Kim Dickens, the actress. What was her What was her character's name? Madison. Yeah, Madison, wasn't it? Uh, Alicia's Alicia's mum. I can think of the actress's name, but not the actual character's name. Uh, Madison, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, how she got sort of surrounded by a fence and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of walkers with like no way out. Um, and she like is rumored to be coming back or whatever, which I don't want to happen because that would be very unrealistic. And then Morgan gets into arguably quite the same situation, similar situation, but with not as many walkers. And then he just kind of like pops up later. It's, um, I mean, you, you can either look at that as like, oh, whatever, fun zombie show. You know, don't think too much about it, but, you know, I'm here to kind of, I'm here to have fun and to analyse this show. I have fun with the zombie killings, and then I try to analyse the story, and the character decisions, and character moments, and character development. Um, so when you go from, okay, cool zombie killings in a submarine, into intercut with a bit of story with Teddy, and Dakota, and Riley. And then you kind of finish that part, and then you move on to Victor betrays Morgan... By kicking him into a crowd of walkers. Or a couple of walkers. Because uh, there was two sort of next to him. That he kicks him past. He lands on the floor. And then there's about four of them around him. With another four of them on the way. Um, the only thing I can think of. Is Morgan grabbed like one of the walkers. Shoved them into the other ones. Like dispersed the crowd a bit. And then got up and ran away. But again I have no idea how it actually happened. Because we didn't see. So Morgan should have died twice this season. And he's still perfectly fine so anyway um again it's if you think about it too much it will start getting annoying and um you know it will make you realize how bad the show can be (laughs) so uh yeah anyway uh that happened so um see at least with glenn with the dumpster stuff in season five sure it was hidden for a few episodes but at least i showed you eventually i'm not expect i'm not expecting like you know next episode to see a flashback of how morgan got out of the situation so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, then Dakota, obviously, um, I realise I'm doing almost a bit of a recap this, this time, um, which I don't usually do, but it's, I, I'm finding it a bit easier to do it that way. Then Dakota is saying a bunch of stuff to Victor, Victor's, like, accepted his death, and, uh, Morgan hits the gun out of her hand just in time to where she doesn't shoot him in the head, she shoots him in the arm, she, she shoots him in the arm, sorry, and, uh, that's pretty much that. Um, I'll, uh, <sighs> Morgan's just, I mean, Morgan's got two modes, hasn't he? Like, all life is precious and then clear. Uh, we, we've seen both versions several different times because he's flip-flopped between them because the writers have not been able to decide which one he, he is at certain points. Um, Morgan is just too much of a pacifist. Um, he is just... Yeah, like, this all life is precious thing from him, it's it's very Batman-esque, isn't it? Of like, okay, can't let anybody die, can't kill anyone myself. Um, It's it's just a bit annoying, and, it, and it's not as cool. When Batman does it, it can be kind of cool at certain points. Uh, like when he refuses to kill the Joker or whatever, you know, for like the hundredth time. Um... But both things, both both things are very comic booky. You know, ba- Batman's based on a comic book, and uh, Morgan sort of is, 
because he's a comic book character from The Walking Dead, but Fear the Walking Dead isn't directly based off a comic book. It's just based within the same world. So they're both kind of comic booky sort of things. So whatever. Uh, so obviously that happens, and then uh, he says something to Victor, and then they try and open the door with a bunch of keys, get in there right in the within the nick of time. Actually, not within the nick of time because they've already um, launched the the missiles and stuff. So. Um, so here's my question again about, this is my second question about the killing thing, because I brought it up a minute ago with, um, uh, I mean, with, with two instances, there with, um, uh, Victor and Morgan, and then again with Dakota, Victor and Morgan, you know, as to why doesn't somebody just sort of kill somebody or whatever, um, and then, and then they, so they get into the room, the missiles are launched. They're not going to be changing the direction of the missiles or anything like that. N- n- nobody tries to do that. And most of the characters have walked out the room by the end of the episode, apart from Morgan. So the whole changing the missile direction isn't happening unless something changes next next episode. Uh, Morgan takes the key out of the thing anyway. So, yeah. Um, I remember. I remember several times Morgan... Or Victor said to one of the two other characters, Teddy and and um, Riley, about like where's the missile going. But I can't remember if they actually said anything about where it's going. But then you know, Teddy with his usual attitude was just you know, he's he's just fully committed anyway. So no matter no matter what you tell him or he tells you, the plan's already done. But okay, so the missile's launched. They can't do anything about it, which is interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what what it blows up next week and how that actually affects things. Um, why don't they just kill Teddy and Riley? I mean, I know, I know, I know why Morgan won't do it because all life is precious. But Victor's actually is he is he the one with the gun? Yeah, he's the one with the gun. Morgan's the one with the 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 shorter end of his stick or the uh, pointy end of the stick. Um. I mean, in a way, Victor could shoot all three of them. <laughs> I, I, I kind of would have, would have expected that from him, really. But um, they've just launched a missile, and like they still just like Morgan says to both of them, "Okay, you you two can just sort of go." Um, it's it's gotten a bit annoying the last few episodes and probably throughout the season. The amount of times a character, sorry, the amount of times Morgan. Or a character has gone to kill somebody in this season, and it hasn't happened. I, mean, I know it. We I know it happened a few times already with um, with Virginia and with John Dory. Those are a bit different situations, but yeah, it's like it's it's almost if you're a villain in this world and Morgan threats you, it's fine. Sorry, if Morgan threatens you, it's fine because he ain't gonna kill you. Uh, I mean, he doesn't kill Dakota for, you know, killing John. He doesn't kill Teddy for launching a missile. So if if he's not going to kill two people for doing those things, what would he kill you from? And, like, Victor himself tries to, like, actively tries to kill Morgan in this episode. And he still doesn't kill Victor. So it's sort of like even if you try to kill um, Morgan... He kind of won't, with the one, ex- I've just remembered, the one exception of the, not the mother episode, the one before, the one where uh, Gracie had the, the stillbirth thing, and he did kill a couple of those people, but he still didn't kill, um, uh, which one was it, Riley, 
in that situation. He sort of sort of stabbed him in the shoulder and then sort just sort of left him. So it's sort of down to where the writers choose that to happen. Because um, there was moments in earlier seasons of The Walking Dead where Morgan would be surrounded by people in the situations, and he wouldn't he wouldn't stab him and kill him. He'd knock you out. Again, very Batman esque. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but that's that's pretty much it for the episode. The episode does actually end pretty much there. So, we'll see what happens next week. Um, I'll try to just have fun with next week's episode, not take it too seriously. Um, I'll try to I'll try to do what I did this week, which worked out a little bit better, which is when a big plot thing happens, pay attention to the show, because the show's actually trying in those points. And then when there's just other stuff happening, just try to ignore, ignore the little bits and pieces that are wrong, or don't make sense. And then when there's zombie action on on screen, just be fully invested and have and have fun with it because the show can't seem to really manage anything else, especially this season. Um, yeah. So there we go. Um, see, it's got because it, I've had to change the way I watch the show because it got to a point where I was realizing like, okay, week after week after week, I'm watching the episodes, I'm being disappointed, I'm coming on the podcast and expressing my disappointment. And I don't know how fun that was for you all as as viewers, but it wasn't very fun for me. So I had to kind of just change how I was watching it, because I was still invested, and I am still invested now. Um, especially to see you know where this missile ends up and whatever else. And I I, I did find you know Virginia and Teddy to be interesting kind of villains and stuff. Um, but anyway, so there you go. Anyway, what did you think of this episode? Let me know. Um. Let me know what you thought of the episode. Uh, you can do that. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Twitter eTalk UK. Contact page information in your show notes. What do you think is going to happen in the finale? Uh, let me know. Um, I'm not going to bother predicting. Because what I predict, what I end up predicting will be totally different. I promise you it will be totally different to whatever ends up happening. Remember a few episodes ago when I was like. Oh this could happen. And this, this might happen. And this might happen. And then we had an episode which was completely different to everything I would predicted. So. I know it's part of sort of the whole podcasting to all predict what's going to happen next, but I can't be with this show specifically. I can't be bothered because if I th- if I sit here for a few minutes and think about, oh, okay, I want this to happen, I want this to happen, I might might think this will happen. The episode will just not do any of it. So uh, it is interesting now that we have got the group back together for the most part. I mean, Alicia wasn't in this episode again. <laughs> so um, so yeah. Anyway. Uh, we'll see what happens next week, um, and then we can just get the season kind of over and done with. Because uh, you know what, at this point, you know, get the season over and done with. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen next week. Um, I will probably be back for next season. Um, the only thing that's going to put me off from being back for next season is if we have exactly the same thing of Ian Goldberg deciding, like, hey, let's not make this... An ensemble show. Let's split everybody up and do different episodes and then not see characters for three weeks. And then I, I, I'm just, I'm just tired of that. But we, you're not gonna do that next week, really. I, I think so, um, because you've got the group mostly together. So there you go. Again, it's not about having the group fully together. It's about showing more groups of characters in more episodes, which this season just hasn't done. So. Yeah, but uh, I'll have I'll next week will be next week with with the episode. We'll see what will happen. I can have a nice big break from the show from there. I I have no idea if if season seven would it be. Yeah, I have no idea if season seven is this year. Has been renewed. Got renewed ages ago. Um, I mean it's Walking Dead. You know it's not going to get cancelled by AMC. 
Um, and then next season, just hope that oh, sorry, ne- hope that next season things are, are different. Um, and look, I don't necessarily want like okay, let's fire Ian Goldberg. I don't want anybody to lose their job. I want him to be better at the job that he does. So, um, yeah, he's he's disappointed me with the story that he set out. But it's not like okay, I don't want you to have a job anymore. I just want you to be better at the one that you do. <laughs> so, um, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, but I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go into the episode next week with a totally just sort of like hands off, try not to have any expectations approach, and we'll see what on earth we get shown next week. Uh, this was quite a long podcast, wasn't it? Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you have listened to all this this point. Um, you can, in the meantime, find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts, so please take a look for those. Um, if you want to support Entertainment Talk in the podcast, you can either listen to more episodes, either through entertainmenttalk.org or looking for us on podcast platforms. Uh, you can also tell people that you know about the uh, podcast, what we do, where they can find it, uh, either through word of mouth or social media, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups, whatever you'd like to use, please consider that. You can also follow us by email. The way that you can do that is by signing up to WordPress for free. Uh, go to WordPress's website, you sign up for free, um, and then you search for Entertainment Talk on WordPress. Give us a follow. You don't need to go back onto WordPress. I mean, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. Uh, and then you should get alerts for whenever we post things through email. So if you don't use like, if you don't want to use like the website, or you don't want to like actively check the website, or sort of, or if you don't use iTunes, or if you don't use social media, uh, most people have got emails. Um, so if you want to sign up to us through that, you can simply do that, and then you can click on the links to the sh- the things that we post through those emails. So uh, yeah, uh, that's another way you can follow us as well. Um, so there's that. Uh, you can also for, as a, uh, help us through Patreon, uh, $1, $3 level tiers for every podcast and review options. So you can consider doing that if you want to. Uh, you can also follow David. Of course, he's on Geek Town, Geek Town, and Geek Town Radio. Uh, Geek Town Radio episode, big uh, episode 300 uh, last week. So check that one out as well. And uh, did a quiz and everything. It was me and Gray and and uh, David. So that was really awesome and really cool to do. So check that out. That's for your TV and film news. If you want to know about recent renewals and cancellations, you can check out those on there as well. Uh, Bex is streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch. Trista White, Trista B A Y T E S. You can go and give her a follow over there. I recommend that you do. She does some great streams. Go and give her a follow. You can also find me on Twitch as well, uh, streaming various different video games, uh, eTalk UK on Twitch, and you can also find the archive streams later, if you if you miss them alive, on YouTube. Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening. Who knows what will happen next week. I'll see you for it. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>